0: Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! Yes! This is going to awesome. be a fun, fun podcast from the Elite Dudes Group.
1: Elite Dudes Group. It's true. So who do we have, uh, Craig? Well, oh, we have Mr. Jeff Majors. He's a loan officer. And we'll get into some of those details here in a sec. He's going to tell his story. Uh, but first, I want to also welcome, there's a bunch of the Elite Dude members are in here right now. Yes. Just chilling. So it looks like the Brady bunch because we've got everybody up on the screens here. So it's pretty cool. Um, but but uh, let's let's introduce Jeff. Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit? Whoa, away, you know what? Whoa, slow down. Going a little. Fast. What's
0: the first question? <laughs>
1: Jeff, what's the first concert that you went to? The first concert. Uh-oh. Boys to men. Boys to men. Yes.
2: I was waiting to see some responses on that one. It would have, For reals? have been, No, I oh. think it was TFL. Oh. I was like. It was who? It was a punk show. A punk show. I think it was like oh. TFL at, uh, at Old World. I like to Men. men.
1: Just-
0: oh, I used to go to Old World all the time. I saw Blink 182 there and yeah, huh. yeah. old hardcore Those bands. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Okay. But, but we That's I awesome. Was, the Poisoned Men was just to see a response. Checking you guys out. <laughs>
0: We've had, uh, we've had New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys. Wow, we've had some wow. good ones. Makes yeah, sense.
2: Makes sense.
0: Yeah, wouldn't be a shocker if that was true. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, Jeff, uh, take us back um, all the way from your old punk days to now. How did you get into uh, to where you're at?
2: Well, good question. That, uh, I've been in the industry for – so right now I'm a mortgage broker. I've been in doing loans since I got out of the Air Force in 2001, right before 9-11, actually. I, well, I had a service-connected knee issue. I had surgery, so they didn't actually call me back after 9-11 happened. And so in the Air Force, I was a, this is kind of a funny label, but aircraft loadmaster. So what I was in charge of was the hmm. load of you can the charge plane, <laughs> coming on and off of the actual fuselage. So I had to make sure that everything was tied down, the weight and balance was proper, give it to the pilot, and that's what I did. So actually, the reason I mentioned that is that was kind of my love for math. So it kind of was an easy segue into um, loans. And, uh, and how I got into that was basically... I was in the retail space. I worked for a, prior to that, I worked for a small broker, kind of just learned the tricks of the trade. It's the coolest thing. It's actually similar to insurance where you're not really selling anything. It's it's like a necessity, right? For people to take advantage of being a homeowner or, and if you're not insured, it's kind of similar, right? But I'm just here to save people money. So paying less, it's not, it's kind of, you know, there's not actually a product that you're pushing on people. The numbers speak for themselves and you can just kind of move on surround yourself with good people and over the years i have done that um most recently i was a um manager for a large company called loan depot and you might have heard of them they're they're uh, like number two in the country to quicken in terms of uh retail loans So all Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA, all of the, they call them um, government-sponsored entities, um, kind of cookie-cutter type of loans. Um, I manage about 25 people for the retention department. So everybody that had a loan currently with Loan Depot, and if, as we saw benefit or as they called in, I would manage a team of loan officers to go out there and just kind of connect the dots to see if the current market works out. And it was great. Bit of a grind. Um, And after 19 years in the business, um, I recently, just this past October, actually got my mortgage broker's license. So it's just a little bit of a different approach. Um, I met Brandon uh, just through soccer. Our two daughters, nine-year-olds, were playing on um, kind of the Mission Viejo, little AYSO all-star team. And that's kind of how we met. And I have an older daughter as well. It just came to a point where I needed to slow things down. I've had some good years behind me. I've know the business and it's, it was time to start working for myself rather than working for the man kind of thing. Free up some time, make sure my kids remember who I am because uh that and my wife too. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what I've been doing. Recently, since October, it's kind of been weird with this whole COVID thing that hit us in March. So hmm. I'm pretty much just referral-based, community-based. I have access to about 120 different uh, wholesale lenders, and the platform that I work with it's called C2 Financial. So I use my broker's license, and I have an overarching broker, um, which is C2. It's the largest kind of broker community, and in the country that allows us to have pre-negotiated, very low rates and terms um, with some of the top wholesale lenders out there. So it makes it a little easy, so I don't have to haggle on price and all that. It just comes kind of at my fingertips and just make myself available for the services that I can offer from my cell phone, picking up the phone every day and or every time it comes in and just keeping the volume a little bit low, but making big impact. So
1: that's
2: mm. basically Love what
1: Hey, Jeff, so, so, um, loan officers are the holy grail of referrals for insurance dudes, right? Um, it, when we connect with a good, a good, uh, loan officer and, and we're providing good service, uh, for that loan officer, then, then we can really get fed. And, sure. um, you know, so what, what as a loan officer, what are you looking for in a relationship with a insurance dude or do that? And, and how are they going to most effectively help you so you want to drive them traffic or steer traffic their way?
2: That's a great question. Um, so like I kind of referred to earlier on in the conversation, um, the similarities between insurance and loans, it's pretty organic, right? So uh, referrals being wanted on both ends of that. So there's just basic, some simple basic questions. I think anytime in a transaction that I have, um, and it's one thing that most loan officers don't think about, but if an insurance person that I was uh, involved with reminded me to just ask the question, hey, when's the last time you shop for insurance? Cause I need a declarations page on every loan I do. Right. Hmm. Hey, are you bundling right now? I know that sometimes that's easier, but it's not always cheaper. I always just recommend, you know, I can take what you have now, but maybe over the next week or so, call my buddy or call them and see if they can beat it. And then they can send me whatever I would need to get this going while we're on the topic of saving you money, right? So sure. that would be value add if I would remember to say something like that. So as these relationships uh. get stoked, right? And I had, because I have my own insurance Buddy, that you know, I, there's not a ton of loyalty there, but just a little bit of effort, and same thing um, could be reciprocated on on my, on the other end. You know what I mean? So, sure. So, as an insurance agent, um, that would really pique my attention as if an insurance agent approached me as a mortgage broker in the Mission Viejo community uh, and said, "Hey, here's what I do. I'm looking for relationships. I talk to people all the time." Not all of them are homeowners. Some of them are actually looking to buy. I ask one simple open-ended question, all of a sudden, man, if I ask this question, would you be the guy that'd be able to handle something like this and ask them if they're looking to buy a house, right? Can you get pre-qualified? Mm. Or, you know, since we're saving money on insurance, have you thought about refinance? I've seen a lot of stuff in the headlines. I have a great guy for you. Just those simple things, just to think about it and get get outside of our little world and always think about the next little Sure that so would be coming in. So that's what I would recommend.
1: You know,
2: yeah. Awesome. I love it.
1: And- go. You no, go, you Craig. Go. We always you were, do no, this. I went. You, you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny how uh, when it comes to all this stuff with sales or, or insurance or, I mean, it's all the same. I was just talking to Brandon about this. Um, Brandon's worked with us at the uh, Teledudes. And I was just talking about, it doesn't matter. There is a skill of connection that it like that somebody either has or doesn't you it's arguable whether or not you can teach it to somebody but um like that communication that connection is everything right you can't just bring somebody in and teach them that they have to they have to have that and usually it's developed over a long period of time and it doesn't matter if you're talking about ins- insurance is boring loans are boring right but those connections are key i think
2: absolutely absolutely and you know the the funniest thing is with insurance and like i I have my loan application right residential loan application they call it the 1003 and you can get in the weeds it's different than being an accountant right so if you're an accountant you're just crunching numbers and that's what you dig that's what you get off on That's just okay so i mean that's just what's exciting about your business that's not people probably like you and i what it is, the sales thing, whether you're selling, you have to be into your product and you can get stoked about the product where, uh, where I think most of it becomes, um, most of the excitement comes is being able to present the value, right? Mm-hmm. So if you actually care about the consumer, no matter what it is, somebody called you to save money. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. I can save you with refis. I'm saving like right now in this climate, the least amount of benefit that I've done in the last probably 20 20 applications that I've been sent in over the past month or two was $350 a month savings. That's like a car payment for most people. And those are the little things you focus in on is what are you going to do? And some of this stuff's cliche. It's like when people are like, oh, like backing away and you're like, okay, it sounds like, you know, you have an opportunity for me to slide $350 under your front porch on the first of every month. Would you take that or not? Right, I would. And that's what's the, yeah. what's the real objection here, type of thing, right? Like this is a no-brainer. I'm not even selling you anything. It must be me. That's fine. Let me let me hear more about what what what's really bugging you, type of thing. Yeah, right. It's just all about the value. So yeah. that gets me going.
1: Love, Love it. it. Yeah, and and I I think that that that's something there. Totally, a little bit of a tangent there that that Jason brought up was was that sales process. Like you, you can train that, like you can train how to build value. You can train how to overcome objections. You can train um, a lot of those things, but that, that ability to connect, that, you know, ability to, to create rapport, talk to people. That's very, very challenging to train. You know, we've had, I've had producers where you bring them in and, and you're like, okay, well, no, all you need to do is ask them something like, Hey, are you a Tucson native? Cause they're either going to say yes or no. And then you have somewhere to go with that. Right. Like, no. Oh, okay. Where are you from? Right. Or yes. Oh, wow. There's only a couple of you, you know, like it, it literally just opens the door. And if it, some people you teach them these things, they, and they can't even work with that. So it's real important to, to be in this line of, of, of work, to be able to have those conversations and connect. Right. With the clients, but also with these uh, ancillary services. Like for us, it's loan officers, right? If we connect with loan officers, realtors, and and um, I'm missing one, but loan officers are really the bread and butter. Like you guys can provide the the most value to our clients, um, and and uh, and they say yes, they trust you, right? Because you're handling saving them that money. So, yep. I No, there was a question in there somewhere, but um, I. <laughs> I just, it, it, it's, it's really, really awesome to have these good relationships.
0: Yeah. And I love how you said yeah. that it's all, that's a, that it is all relationship based, like most of your business. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just funny cause we do get in the weeds so many, so many times with, you know, the technical stuff. Um, especially if you're an independent agent, you got a lot of cool stuff that you can do. Uh, mm-hmm with all the technical stuff, but at the end of the day, man, I mean, you cannot beat a relationship. Like if you have a relationship with a couple different people that are crushing it, I mean, you guys can all just kill it just because everybody, you know, you're building those relationships with each other, but also there, you know, it's it compounds as we all, you know, talk to other people and stuff. So it can be super powerful. And well,
1: there's
0: no, there's no question
1: yeah, th- th- this is the interesting thing, and you brought this up, Jeff. You you said that um, a a lot of times you don't remember to ask, right? You don't remember for for the for the agent. And I've heard this um, many many times in meeting loan officers. I'll say, hey, um, you know, i my name is Craig Pretzinger. I own a couple agencies, and we we like to connect with with people who have the same kind of business model and want to drive on um, lots and lots of activity to their agency. We help by bringing you activity. And, and in turn, we would hope that we could, that could be a two-way thing. And they'll almost every time say, you know what, this happens all the time. So, uh, 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 an agent comes in, I see them one time, maybe two times and then never again. Right. And so that aligns with what you said that you don't remember. And all it takes literally is a call a week, right? Or send a card or send over some donuts or, or whatever, right? Just, just connect because people are going to do business with people they know, like and trust. And if I, if I go say hi to you one time and then you never see me again, I mean, there isn't much there, right? So how often does that happen to you?
2: Or has it happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where they where they say, hey, I want to come and let's let's you know send business back and forth, and then
2: oh, are you talking about the insurance the insurance yeah. agents specifically? Hitting, honestly, not a lot. And yeah, interesting. The thing that I do just in my management days too. Um, I try to make it most easy on my borrowers, right? So there's certain things a lot of people don't have their declarations page at their fingertips and i don't you guys may receive some of these calls so i always ask you know i have one right now it's they bought a house i'm doing like an fha streamline loan i have everything that i need for them but they're like i don't know who my insurance agent is and i'm like okay let me ask you this question if your house caught on fire who would you call i don't know <laughs> i'm like okay so who has your car insurance AAA. a a lot of people bundle is it them they had they had zero idea So what I typically do, like with this person, they're super busy. What I would do if she actually knew who it was, I would just Google, hey, Allstate, right? Or whoever it is. And then, oh, it's probably this person in your community. What's their name? Because a lot of people don't have it in there. I could find you online really easily. And then what I do as a loan officer or broker is I pick up the phone, three-way call, super easy on these iPhones, hit the plus button and merge and boom, it's there. Introduce myself, hey, excellent, hey, Linda, do I have your permission to talk to your insurance agent, blah, blah, blah. And then send over your, the deck page. Is that okay if they send it directly to me? Shoot me an email, boom. There's a connection right there between a loan officer that can hand you more business for the next time. I mm-hmm. open the door. I don't know how many calls like that you guys may get, but if you ever do get one, um, they just did your work for you in mm-hmm. terms of creating a relationship with the referral source.
1: Yeah, always
2: that. be thinking about where your next bit of business is coming from, and your job gets so easy because it's funny you're not going to be up at night thinking about where the next deal is because you'll wake up to a text message from Jeff Major saying, "Hey, I need somebody to quote you. <laughs> I remember who you are." Instead of right. freaking out and being like, "Oh, dude, I need to fill up my pipeline here," or whatever however mm-hmm. that works, maybe a yeah, because where you get well, to work.
1: It's got to be part of the training process in the agency, and it's got to be part of everybody's dialogue. Like, um, it's not. I don't think it's being greedy. It's 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 being able to identify and find the, the the places in a conversation where it's going to be of mutual benefit, right? So, right. the um, somebody calls in to make a payment. Somebody calls in to whatever. Do you know, get get ID cards. There's something that can come out of that call whether it's a client or it's, it's a loan officer calling in or whoever, there's always something that can come out of that call that's gonna be mutually beneficial for both parties. And so if, if the staff, if, if everybody that answers that phone is able to think like that, you're 100%. You know, like you're, you're all of a sudden stacking your efforts. You're getting results from the, those call-ins instead of, okay, I did it, by, And then, okay, how am I gonna find something, right? Like you just had it right there to be continue It's the insurance dudes Don't turn it off man, that really be rude We're dropping knowledge on the radio so just turn it up So we put together a little webinar from all the things that we've learned Right? Yeah, totally. I love it. It was a lot of fun um doing it, putting it together, and there's some really good stuff in there.
2: Yes.
0: What did we learn? What did
1: we we
0: learned how to sell hundreds of thousands of premium a month using any internet leads, and this is based on a whole bunch of big dudes selling ton and ton yes. ton of premium a month, like over yeah. a million.
1: Yeah, and it, it it eliminates that turnover, right? The staff doesn't get burned out. It does, it creates predictable sales like whoa right well and we also learned how we can copy the processes of the big giant fastest growing pnc carriers and the big local agents
0: yep that was a lot of so it was fun we put it together we it's on a website go to love (gasps) dot that's l-o-v-e (laughs) dot T-E-L-E-D-U-D-E-S dot com. How do you spell like that on the fly, Mr. Jason? Well, it took me some practice, but it's love dot T-E-L-E dudes dot (laughs)
1: com. You are good at that. So let me get this straight. (laughs) It's love, L-O-V-E dot T-E-L-E dudes dot com. Love.teledudes.com. I love that. (laughs) I
0: love it, too. I surprised you, too, Mr. Craig. You You tricked me.
1: (laughs) Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh,
2: All right.